Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Winchester Radio. Uh, Maybe today we should call it the Divine Winchester Radio because um, we're going to be talking with Ben Hollingsworth, who plays Father Andrew on Divine, uh, the series, which is um, a web series um, manned by many supernatural-related crew and cast. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Ben is a bit delayed calling in, so Becky's here. Hi, Becky, and I'm Clarity, and we're going to talk about Divine itself a little bit, I think. Uh, Yeah, while we're waiting for Ben Ben to call in, we thought we'd just, you know, talk a little bit about Divine. Um, So if uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you can all, you can, um, Tweet us any questions that you have for Twitter uh, about Divine or about, uh, you know, for Ben when he gets here. We can ask him the questions. I see um, some people uh, can't find the Winchester podcast. Um, Somebody just tweeted. I know there was a a mistake on the press release that that posted our wrong URL, but if you're listening to us, you got to the right one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So... um, you know, if you have any friends out there that's looking for us and can't find us, you, um, they went to the old, um, outdated um, link for us. Send them to the right one, please. Mm-hmm. So, Divine. How, I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Divine, and I'm really, mm-hmm. really, I'm really, really hoping that it gets the backing that it needs to be able to publish more. Episodes because they really can't leave it where it ended at the end of the sixth episode. <laughs> I was just going to say I sure hope that's not the last uh, last sight of divine that we have because that was quite a bit of a cliffhanger. Um, I you know I, I see the episodes average average about ten minutes or so. Some were a little bit more, some were a little bit less, and I think they're really succeeding in their like you know we need to we need to tell a little story here. And we need to keep you intrigued so you'll tune in to the next one. But you get a little bit of information, you know, a couple of answers, and I think they're introducing their characters really well. And then at the end, they leave you wondering and wanting and ready to tune in for the next one. So I, I think they're really succeeding there. I think so, too. And it's just so really, really well made. I mean, the quality of the production, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's cinematic. It's huge, and to think that they're doing that on such a little budget—it's just amazing. I know. Um, like we said, like a lot of crew. Um, I'm not, I don't know if I can say all the crew, but I would probably think a majority of the crew comes from the supernatural. And supernatural over the seasons, like many shows, and uh, not just on the CW, but uh, the networks have had have seen their budgets tighten up so they really learn how to do a lot with a little bit less that they have and I think um, you know Ivan and uh, Kirk and everybody took all those lessons learned and brought them over to uh, Divine 
to be able to do the same thing, to have a lot to take all the money that you have and, you know, put it up on the screen or monitor, as the case may be here. And um, I think it shows for sure. I was thinking uh, again today, just reviewing the episode, like, wow, I mean, for for what they are, this, the effects are great, the sort of bold demon creature and... and um, um, that was, I thought that was fantastic and really scary. I don't know. Can we talk about specifics? I don't want to spoil anybody. That's not terribly spoilery to say there's a demon in it, <laughs> probably, and what it looks like. <laughs> On the other hand, the spoiler would be what happened to Father Christopher, <laughs> so we won't talk about that. But maybe it'll make people interested and they'll go watch it and say, wow, Father, Father Christopher played by Misha Collins, so... A Misha fan, you want to find out what's going on with him, go to DivineTheSeries.com and watch the first six episodes that are up. Definitely. Um, somebody tweeted, asked about the special effects on the show, um, and, and they said that, um, and they meant specifically mentioned Supernatural. I don't know if anybody knows this, but actually the visual effects advisor from Supernatural, the special effects advisor, Ivan Hayden, is the creator and director and writer of Divine. So the same special effects we get on Supernatural, they're done by the same person for Divine. Mm-hmm. Same same people, same crew. So mm-hmm. I think that shows you right there the quality and how awesome and everything that the show is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always struck by the um, the music. The soundtrack. Yes. It's just just love it. It's so evocative of just the right mood for them. I think it's Christopher Nickel, I believe. It's, and it's absolutely perfect for the, for for what for what the show's about. You know the the deep religious you know themes of the episodes, and it's the music is always spot on perfect. Mhm. Yes. I love it. And the performances have been terrific. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben, uh, Dan, uh, Misha, uh, Alan. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chastie? Terrific. Yeah, Chastie plays Jen. We got to see a little bit of John Emmett Tracy in one episode. Um for Supernatural fans, um, he played Mercury in um, the episode Hammer of the Gods. And he was in right. one episode of Divine. He was with Mojave, um, the mm. bird. Yes. I really want to I want to see more about what his character is about because just from that little bit we saw of him, you can tell he has some really interesting story to him. Yeah, she was, it was very, very mysterious. He had a very interesting costume on, too. I'm looking forward to finding out what his background is. And Mojave, Mojave is gorgeous. Um, is that her name in the series as well? And avoiding it, we're talking about the falcon. I believe she's a falcon. And absolutely gorgeous. You got to meet Mojave. Yeah, Mojave's gorgeous. We got to, uh, when we went to the Divine Cast Party at uh, Vancouver, during the Vancouver Convention, and Mojave was there. We got to have our picture with him and everything, and he's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. 
What has been your favorite episode of Divine So Far Clarity? Boy. That's a that's a tough question. Um I like the very first one. Mhm. That that and one which uh, you know, it's uh and and not because it uh, uh I believe that's one with uh, divine in in uh, doing the full Monty, as they say. <laughs> I just thought it was a um a great way to start, you know, a great story, really interesting and very mysterious, you know, what's going on here. And then I liked um the sixth one, which I think is called uh, Lips of Men. Mm-hmm. I, again, it really made the story jump forward. I'm highly curious to find out um what what the story is behind what happened to Father uh, Andrew, which is Ben's character, and what happened to Father Christopher. And how and, it all involved with Divine. And I'm really interested in what happens with Deacon Jim because every time we see him he's looking a little worse for wear. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'm really curious as to what is going on there. There's just so much that we have to know. We got the show has to keep going. Definitely, I want to know what happened to the cab driver. Yes, yes, and that's actually one of the questions I wanted to talk with Ben with. I'm hoping that he's remember that he didn't get lost on his way to calling in. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I wanted to because it was so he the cab driver's bleeding with like stigmata, you know, mm-hmm. and crown of thorns, and you know the place where the nail was, you know, nailed into Jesus on the cross, and uh, you know I really want to know if Ben's allowed to talk to any about that if he knows any about that. Mhm. Yeah. How many episodes do they plan in total? Twenty, like twenty-two, like a TV 22. series. Twenty-two. Ivan has said that he has twenty-two written out and planned. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're mm, at least a, a third, a little, a little less than a third of the way there with the six episodes. So yeah, we've still got a lot of story to tell. So hopefully. Um, They'll get all the support that they need and deserve and get to see the end. (laughs) Like I said, I don't want it left where it was. Do we want to take any callers or anything while we're waiting on Ben? Um, Sure, if someone wants to call in and talk a little bit about the vine, that'd be okay. The call-in number, if you want to call in and talk about Divine with us until Ben calls in, is 347-205-9801. Right. And um, this edition of Winchester Radio, like all the others, can uh, be found if you go to winchesterbros.com and click on the Winchester Radio icon. Uh, that will take you right to our link. You can find us through Blog Talk Radio. Media Boulevard, with the abbreviation for Boulevard, B-L-V-D. Um, you can go to our Facebook and Twitter 
and find us there, Winchester Bros. And of course, uh, um, we do have a caller, so I'm going to put them on the air. Hello, this is Winchester Radio, the Divine Winchester Radio today. Caller, are you there? Hello? Hello? I guess they don't want to talk with us. (laughs) Try calling again, caller, if you're having technical problems. Try giving us another call. Nope. Okay. They hung up. Try again. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it was Ben, maybe, possibly. Yeah. Having phone problems. Yeah. Could be. Um, I think I covered all the places you can find us, right? You can download us through iTunes also. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Manchester Radio is everywhere. Uh, my favorite episode of Divine, um, I think it would probably be um, the episode Simple Men, where it's all between Father Andrew and Deacon Jim. Um, mm-hmm. It's all, you know, it's all dialogue basically, but I think it's probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot too. Um, our our caller has retried, so gonna give it another go here. Hello, Winchester Radio. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's Jay. So we've we've had oh, Ben good. trying to phone you guys for about twenty minutes, but I don't think anybody's picking up, or maybe he's dialing the wrong number. Uh, he oh, must he might be, be calling the wrong number because we've been we've been here since four uh, fifteen, since about well, our time, about half an hour. And so, which one do you want him to dial in? The three four seven. Three four seven two zero five nine eight zero one. Okay, I will uh, text him right now and uh, just pick up right away. He's been dialing. I'm so okay, sorry, great. but he's been okay. Okay, thanks, guys. I'll have him call right away. Thanks, okay. Jay. Okay, bye bye. Okay, bye. Okay, that's what I was afraid. <laughs> He's been calling the wrong old number. Yeah, oh dear. So sorry, but um, there was a mix up when they published the press release for this that they put our archives link instead of our current link. And so it mm-hmm. looks like Ben has apparently called the number for our Winchester Radio archive instead of our current Winchester Radio podcast. We're so sorry about that. Anybody who's called in and Ben and everybody, we're really sorry about that. Yes. That's very, very sorry, but it looks like we should be hearing from Ben soon. And uh, we can talk about Divine with Ben, who plays Father Andrew, and we're very much looking forward to that. Um, in the meantime, yes, I like that episode a lot, too, Simple Man. It told you a lot. The voice of Father Andrew's 
mom is played was played by Carol Rothery. And mm-hmm. I I love her voice. It's very distinctive. I'm sorry we didn't get to see her because she played Dr. Janet Frazier on Stargate as she was. Very big fan favorite. Oh, she was on. Um, she's been in a lot of things, hasn't she? I believe she was on Kyle Sly and X Files. Mm-hmm. Was she in episode? Wasn't she in, in Heart on Supernatural as well? I think she did. I think she was the coroner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's been on there too. Yeah, she's uh, Vancouverite, so. Sooner or later, you get to see everybody on all your favorite shows. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a, she's really terrific. I wonder if uh, Ben actually spoke to her. I know it doesn't That's always work that way. One of the questions I have, too. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, did you actually talk to Mom? Do you have any oh. idea who our who our informant was? Who called and was checking on things? Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello, Winchester Radio. Is this Ben? Hey. Yeah, this is Ben. Hey. I'm so Hi, sorry you had trouble. This is Clarity, and Becky is here. Hey, nice to yeah, meet you guys. Nice to meet sorry you. Thank confusion. you so much. Yeah, no problem. I, I think there was some confusion with the number. I called a couple times, but um, I think the I was getting someone else's phone. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're here now. And we've been talking about Divine. Sorry, I'm having trouble hearing you. Go ahead. We're very happy um, to have you on our channel. We're having trouble. <laughs> So, Clarity, did you want to start off with the questions, or do you want me to go ahead? Um, you can start. Okay. Uh, ben, my, my first question to you is, how did you get involved with Divine? Um, well, my uh, my agent in Canada pitched it to me, and um, I, uh, I've never done a, a role like this before, and, and that usually factors heavily into, like, what I decide to do. Um, I'm one of those people that kind of prides myself on being a bit of a chameleon when I act in the, in the sense that I don't like going back into the skin of a role that I've already done. So um, I was really intrigued by the kind of complexity that this character um, has in, in his relationship to um, God, and, and it kind of invokes some, um, you know, some similar beliefs that I have in, with my relationship uh, to God as well. Did, um, was this your first time working on a web series? This is, yeah, first time working on a web series, yep. Is it, is it a lot different working on a web series than going through mainstream media, like with television and movies? And <laughs> Yeah, very, very, very different. Um, you know, I think uh, sometimes, I've, you know, I've done larger TV shows and I've, um, you know, been on sets of, pretty large budget movies and and um 
it's a very different beast because you have a lot more people to kind of account to, um, people that are um, in control of things that, you know, may not be on set every day and um, they may have a hand in making decisions that, um, you know, you, you don't really, uh, you don't really see. And so when you have a web series, you have these kind of a really strong base of people that are all there present on, on, you know, on set and you can really kind of um, together kind of get a sense of a collective understanding of what's going on. And there's a really creative, um, the creative power is definitely stronger in something where it's a little bit smaller like that. So um, I actually enjoyed my experience working on my first web series. So um, now with with it being a web series and this non-linear timeline, is that was, was that confusing or did it make was it harder to perform the role because you would you know you only know so much about your character even with the non-linear timeline was that just harder to, to perform? Um, I think. It definitely is more challenging. I think um, the way film and TV is structured, everything nonlinear anyway. So, um, you know, I think you get practice uh, anytime you do that kind of thing about figuring out nonlinear storylines. And, and um, but this one definitely was a little bit more um, because you're not just jumping, you know, shots. You're just you're jumping, you know, actual months. And in some cases, and so I think that, like, um, you know, it really helped having Ivan. Uh, it was always accessible on set, and uh, any questions that I would, yeah, sorry, as far as in, in terms of, um, you know, storyline or, or where my character is in his journey, and he was right there to answer them and kind of help me. Because he, I am the one guy I think that really understands the story as a whole, and so he was able to kind of help guide us through. Some of the um, the big jumps in the story might be. Now, um, you think you have Can you hear me a little bit? Oh, I'm having trouble hearing you, actually. Okay, okay. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, I can hear you better now. Okay, okay, great. Um, your first episode, um, Feed Him for Life, Father Andrew, he, he's shown to be quite a fisherman, and, and he seems to be pretty skilled with that knife there. Um, had you filleted a fish before? Um, yeah, actually, I've done a lot of fishing and um, filleted a lot of fish. And um, I, I think at one point they were wanting me to send pictures of my uh, hands to production so they could get a hand double in. I'm like, well, you know, what's going on in my hands? Like, heroic, hero, like just ugly. Is what <laughs> you wanted a hand up? I didn't know I had some sort of defect going on. And they're like, no, 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 we got, we need you to, you know, clean a fish in this episode, and and uh, we want to just hire someone that knows what they're doing. And I'm like, well, I think you you um you don't need to because I, you know, I've I've done it a lot and um, I'm pretty comfortable with it. And so, um, yeah, it worked out well. And any time you get to do that kind of thing, where you have uh, something that kind of is a way into a character, and I know it's kind of bizarre that filleting a fish would be a way into a character, but um, you know, there's a certain respect when you go fishing that you have for you have for the fish and you have for life, and um, there's something you know 
uh, if you could go way back into uh, religious um, you know, values that there's something about sacrifice and there's something about a bunch of different things. Of course, the the symbol of of you know of uh, you know fish being Jesus and all of that kind of ties in a lot to F- Father Andrew. And so I kind of took that and ran with it and used it um, used it a lot to kind of help me get into you know Father Andrew. Or one of our co-hosts, unfortunately, couldn't make it today. She had to work. She um, named that episode Fish, Guts, and Forgiveness. And I thought that was <laughs> absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Now, in in that episode, also, your um, your scenes are a lot with Carol Rothery, who is over on the phone. Was she actually talking on the phone when you were filming the episodes, or did she <laughs> do her part later? No, she did her um, ADR um, after. I actually had um, <laughs> had a combination of uh, Scripty and uh, Ivan feeding me the mother's lines, which was was interesting. Um, I think that would make for some behind-the-scenes comedy there to hear Ivan's interpretation of my mom. But, um, you know, <laughs> you're not always in film do you get the luxuries of having that, you know, the... the um, the, even sometimes there's, there's scheduling conflicts, and the actor can't even be there for you when you're when you're um, when it's your close up. So, you know, so those are some of the challenges that you just kind of have to go with. Is, is it difficult being basically the only person in those scenes where you're reacting to someone who's on a, on a phone? Yeah, you know, it was really tough. It was my first day of work that that and we shot it all in one morning, I believe, or morning. I think it was actually a full day of work. Um, that whole episode we did in one day, and and um, and you know, like you said, there's no one. It was all. It was just me. So I had, you know, it's kind of thrown into it. Um, but uh, you know, it that's that's the kind of thing where it's fun. And you know, anytime you know, I can be challenged, um, I like it, and I, uh, it gives me something to step up to. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> having Ivan give me some of the uh, mother lines was was pretty funny. <laughs> It's a good mom. <laughs> Do you have a question, Clarity? I feel like I'm, um, hogging, I'm, I'm hogging all the questions. <laughs> that was, uh, that's okay. Um, I was wondering, uh, just uh, looking at your credits a little bit, there was one other credit that might sort of relate to this kind of sh- sort of horror genre. Do you, do you like doing this kind of genre? Like, um it's horror, and then there's also like supernatural or or science fiction. Do you like? Were you already a fan of that kind of genre, or is this new? Um, well, I mean, the sci-fi actually aspect of it was totally new for me. I I think this is my first sci-fi type of show that I've done. Um, as far as the horror bit goes, uh, I think that's just part of the territory. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not necessarily uh, extremely attached to it, but I. You know, it definitely um, has its entertainment value, and, and it is fun when you get to go on a set and it's your day where your head gets cut off or you have, like, you know, that amputee arm or whatever, and, and the special effects comes and, you know, spends two hours making you look like you just got run over by a truck or something like that. It, that's fun for an actor to have. Um, and, uh, you know, so those aspects of those aspects of those genres are really fun and not something I'm used to. So, um, 
But that you know what that blood that they put on you, it is uh, the stickiest, and and when you're shooting in Vancouver, coldest stuff you'd ever believe. And they just they, the only way to get effective blood splatter for everyone out there um, is for them to actually splat blood on you. They're not painted on by oh, someone. No. They're literally wet a, a, a paintbrush full of this wet, cold, sticky blood, and they, someone sits there and almost like baptism style, you know, with blood across the face. So, you know, those things are kind of fun. Oh, well, the, the life of an actor, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it keeps it interesting for sure. Yeah. Yeah, in in that first episode, um, I don't know if you're allowed, if, if, even if you know the answer, but even if you do know the answer, I don't know if you're allowed to answer it. Um, we were talking about it earlier, about the cab driver and his bleeding. He seems to be bleeding in the same way Jesus Christ with the crown of thorns and the nail holes mm-hmm. and this. And like yeah, I said, I know you're not allowed, to, not allowed to give us any spoilers, but do you know why he was bleeding like that? Well, um, you know, I, I I can't talk too much um, about certain plot points, and also because some of it actually still, you know, we ask Ivan for direction on, on some of the things that affect us directly, but other things, um, you know, if I, my character's not supposed to know why that's happening or if my, my character doesn't even see it happen. So, um, you know, for Father Andrew's sake, it's better for him to just focus on his, uh, his you know, his line, his storyline and his, through line, but um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have, uh, you know, whether it be something to do with Father Andrew or something to do with the mission itself, or something to do with that cab driver. You know, these are the fun things that we can only answer when the show gets picked up <laughs> and moved to series. Because uh, um, you know, that's that's the good thing about having a, a show where you have nonlinear uh, storylines, and they've been very successful in the last ten years. A lot of these nonlinear um, very mysterious type of uh, dramas have, uh, have really surfaced and uh, gathered a strong following. There's been so many questions brought up with, over, through the six episodes, and um, like we were talking um, earlier, we just really, really hope it gets picked up because there's just so many questions that we need the answers to. And I think there's also so many... Um, there's so many directions that that, that um, we can go with the characters as well. I think which is fun. Um, you know, uh, you just we're just scratching the surface of what um, Divine and Father Andrew um, their relationship, and um, you know the same with the same with Deacon Jim and, and Father Andrew and and um, and Father Christopher too. There's just so many different um, elements that'll that'll unfold if if the full story gets to be told and. You know, Ivan, um, the the show itself is based on a graphic novel, I believe, by the name of Divine. And um, you know, and I think that's that some of the you know some of the um, shots and some of the style of 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 the uh, of the show definitely has you know that um, that quality about them. You can see those very long you know, uh, stylized shots and extreme close-ups and, and there's just a lot of, you know, elements to explore within within that genre. Mm-hmm. Your, um, 
Your second episode, Simple Men, is probably my personal favorite of all of the episodes. Um, it, it's a very dialogue-driven episode between you and Alan's offense and his Can you tell us anything about filming that episode, any behind-the-scenes stories or anything with it? Yeah, um, that one was difficult, actually, because it was a lot of back, back and forth, and it was a lot of, you know, um, you, you see Father Andrew in a very... Uh, uh, like he, he, this is a guy that up until this point in his in his um, life, it started to have major doubts about you know um, about his spiritual side and about his relationship to God, and 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 then he witnesses a miracle happen in front of him, and this is the scene that happens after that. So you see, you know, you don't get to see what he, exactly father andrew saw but you know he's coming out of seeing it for the first time and and um it was really difficult because for me i had to know exactly what you know what it, father andrew saw what he, you know the the point that he was um in mentally to to be able to access the emotion that needed to happen between deacon and, and, and father andrew and i think there was a bunch of you know that's one thing um about that 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 episode is that actually has a lot of layers to it, um, you know, questioning whether it should be kept a secret this miraculous um, um, miracle, and and whether it should be used as a tool for for people to to bring people into the faith and show them that it's actually you know that that, that there's this mystifying like force around, and and so, um, but yeah. Um, I had such a fun, fun, fun day with um, Alan. We, uh, you know, we ran the scene a bunch of times, and we um, we really got a chance to to get deep into it. And, and he's a terrific actor and a really fun guy to be around. So um, that was a fun one. And again, in that episode, you were both covered in a lot of blood. So yeah. <laughs> Were yeah. you getting were you getting used to the blood by about that time or <laughs> um, I mean you don't ever get used to it. It, it worst part is at some point during the day you forget that you're wearing it and you walk you know you're walking around people still no matter what obviously you look at you differently when you're covered in blood and uh <laughs> you know you forget you forget and you're like what's your problem like what would I have some ketchup on my face or something <laughs> and, <laughs> and um but yeah, it's 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 it makes it difficult to eat your lunch. Yeah, I would think so. I think maybe even more so for the people sitting across from me. <laughs> yeah, can't do much for your appetite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, in the in the sixth episode, the last one that we've seen, there's a very powerful scene with um, your character, Father Andrew, and Divine in the confessional. Um, mm-hmm. You're hearing his confession. Um, it's like it's like he sort of rushed the woman that he was there talking to out a little bit so he could be the one to go in and hear this confession. And I thought that was a really powerful scene. Um, I thought Father Andrew was seeing maybe something in Divine's life that was similar to his own happening. Yeah, I think he's also extremely, you know, curious, and I, I think he one of the biggest where that spawns from. He thinks like, how can this disciple of God like come have any sin at all? Like, you know, he's a direct, you know, he's a tool of God, and and 
and he yet he's in confessional, you know, and and who you know who at one point he kind of freaks out in the middle of the confessional, going, I like I what am I doing here? I shouldn't be here. Like what you know, I'm merely just a mortal who like you know I have no way to say you know what you should do and or how you should atone or how you should you know go about conducting your life because who am I to say that and um I think there's a really important line where um Tam's character divine you know he said to him he's he's like you um I'm trying to remember the exact words I don't want to misquote it um it's like halfway through the episode but he kind of reassures them that um you know you, you are you are that's what your service that's what you, you are calling is to do this you know this is what you were put on this earth for and i think that's kind of signified for me a, a change in, in father andrew to go kind of made sense for him and i think that may also without getting too much away kind of give a little bit into what the future of i think you know, divine and father um, Andrew's relationship will be. Yeah. Very curious. In, in that scene, and it's just, I, I was wanna, I was wanting to ask about when divine tells him that he takes not the word of God from the lips of men, and then he leaves. And mm-hmm. you know, he had been pleading with Father Andrew to, to listen to his confession, to hear his confession, but then he says that and leaves. Why do you think he decided not to listen to Father Andrew after all? Well, do you? What was the last thing? Do you do you have it there? I'm, I'm I wish I had the script in front of me. I'm just trying to remember the last thing that Father Andrew says to him because I know he provokes him in some way by um, saying like, "What you're doing is not wrong," and 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 that's you know, and that's not Father Andrew's place to say. That's 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 purely for him, and I think. You know, I think that's where he got upset, and he get, he kind of says, you know, this is you're not you're not getting it right now. You're not getting it. So I'm, you know, it's finished, and so, and he just kind of disappears. Like it, whether he was, you know, there or not to begin with, and what, you know, how, you know, how transient this this person is is also another question. So, um, but uh, yeah, I definitely loved during that scene. That was a fun one. There was lots lots of meat in it as far as acting goes. So um, what you're basically saying is Divine went to Father Andrew and, and he, wanted, he wanted Father Andrew to give him, he picked him as a religious person, as a man from God, to give him a godly wife. He spoke to him as just a regular guy who was more in, in interested in what Divine is doing as a person. Yeah, no, and I think, you know, I, I, I think that's exactly it. Yeah. It was another great, great scene. Thank you. Now, I know Divine needs to get new viewers, you know, to be able to keep publishing more more episodes and to keep going, and put more into production. What would you say to anybody who may who may be listening right now and hasn't you know, to get them to it hasn't watched the episode before, what would you say to get them to watch the episode? Um, well I think go into it you knowing that you're gonna walk out of it with a lot of questions. I I think anyone who wants you know, wants kind of like the CSI or the 
the kind of procedural setup for an episode is not going to be happy when they walk away from Divine. But if you go into it knowing that, you know, it's there to it's there to provoke questions, then I think you're going to come out of it a lot happier. And I think that, um, you know, anyone who hasn't seen it and is a fan of um, any kind of sci-fi or any kind of, like, comic book adaptations definitely should check it out. That Some of the um, stunts... Um, our stunt coordinator uh, did a terrific job in, in some of the scenes I wasn't in, but I would have loved to have been in, um, where, you know, you, you get these great fight scenes. And, and of course, Ivan's background is the special effects, and there's a lot of really neat special effects. Like he was the, um, uh, the head of special effects on Supernatural. So, um, you know, he he, uh, he definitely has a, a lot to offer that way. And, um, you know, I also think that there's a... That, Divine, um, the the series does a very good job of taking care of their fan club. Um, I know I, um, Jason, our producer, um, does a bunch of different things to make sure it's interactive. And there's you know there's lots of you know fun things like this that 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 uh, that are part of the like extracurricular part of being a Divine the series fan. Mm-hmm. Well, we- we love doing stuff with them, and um, I think they're all really great. So we appreciate being have being able to do what we can to help them be a success and get more episodes done. Totally, and I think also, you know, the, uh, the first six were done on, on, on a shoestring budget, and um, although most of it was raised as it, through Kickstarters and through actual fans that, uh, you know, kind of, um, which I think is terrific and really innovative and, and, and um, that kind of stuff needs to be done all over the place. There's a lot of people with really great stories, but they have no means to get it made. And I think these guys are showing everyone that it can be done and, and be done for, uh, you know, uh, uh, done for fairly reasonable. Um, how, that being said, however, I think um, it's at a point now where if a studio came along or a network came along or uh, an investor came along to give it more life, um, the things that these guys could do with with a budget, uh, I think, would really shock people, and uh, would be re- you know, I think, would be pretty pretty revolutionary. Some of the stuff that that just a good creative team, and I, I hadn't had so much fun shooting it when, on set that the um, the people all wanted to be there. We're shooting long days, like which is fairly common in the film and TV business. But you know, everyone, no matter whether it was 4 a.m. in the morning or or in the middle of the afternoon had a big smile on their face and they were all happy to be there. And a lot of people I know were um, kind of like interns sort of volunteering behind the scenes. A lot of the crew members were volunteering their time. And, and that that's just fun to be around. And, and creatively, that's the best, you know. Mm-hmm. What was... What was your favorite um, episode to film? My favorite, um, hmm. you know, I think it'd be interesting to, and and this is just, um, but I I think it'd be interesting if someone uh, cut the thing together and yeah, um, and another, because I think the episodes all kind of bleed and 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 um, they they share similar qualities. I think that if they were cut together and almost together so that you didn't see that there's no pause in between them and, they're, and that they're actually shuffled and, and mixed, a bu- uh, mixed up a bit. I think that 
if you put them all together in some sort of other nonlinear or more linear fashion, that it would also create one big kind of episode that would be I, I'd be interested in watching because um, you know those ten minute those ten minute episodes are, are there's just enough where you start getting into it and then you, the credits roll and you're like oh I was I was just getting into it you know and mm-hmm. so um, but I definitely think that uh, if I had to pick one um, yeah. I mean, I like the stuff we did in the last episode. Um, I, you know, I think they are all good, though. I mean, I think they're all great. And, um, you know, like I said, the, what these guys can do with no money is astounding. With the, I can't imagine what they would be able to do if they had some purse strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we've been saying all, all along, is that it's just amazing how cinematic and huge it looks and feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Well, I was watching the I was watching the daily, uh, you know, the dailies, and 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 I'd go and check out playback and and, and see where the shots were. And we had um, a terrific uh, director of photography and really great guys behind working the cameras. They were just you know just making these great terrific shots that you normally don't see in any kind of TV show, let alone webisode. Um, they and from day one, I, I was saying they're, they're shooting stuff that looks like feature quality. And as far as you know, these epic shots they set up, and and uh, and again, like it's on no money. Like instead of cranes, they're on ladders, and instead of you know, um, they're just working with what they have, and and that's that's be commended for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's amazing what they can do with the little money that they have. And, but we don't want anybody to say, well, look how great you do with no money. You don't need any more, so we don't want it to be that. No, and I don't think that's the reason why they did it. I think the reason why they did it is because sometimes it's hard for people to understand where you're coming from from a pitch because – Unless you have a volume of work, you know, um, you know the economy definitely is. It, there's not a lot of money out there to, for people to produce stuff. So I think if you give them a taste of what you can possibly do with nothing, uh, smart businessmen anyway would come along and say, well, you know, we give them, you know, full writing staff and full, you know, production crew and and everything. What kind of show could we get? And I, I think that's probably what's going to end up coming out of it. Is is um, you know. I, you know, I think someone out there will will eventually be like, "Oh, this would be this would be perfect. Let's let's get into it." So, I know we're all hoping for that, and, and uh, I certainly love uh, Vancouver. I um, I'm Canadian myself, so anytime I can get up uh, up home, I'm I'm happy to do it. And um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, like I said, it's just fun working with these guys. Yeah. Sure. Did you know Ivan or um, any of the other guys? You know that um, part of in the creative staff. Did you know any of them before? Part of the no, no, I didn't. All I know is all I knew is um, you know um, Supernatural has a really terrific reputation, and I knew he was um, you know the head of the special effects there, and um, and uh, the casting director on it really went to bat for them, saying, you know, like, I don't usually, you know, do this type of thing, but these guys are super innovative and really, you know, cutting edge, and I think what they're doing is something special. And, um, you know, I, I think that that also goes in a, a long way when you're working with people. It's really good and important to work with people that are um, equally as creative and um, equally as fun to be around. Mm-hmm. 
We, um, I was lucky enough to be able to meet Ivan a couple times and Jason and Kirk and all of them with the Divine Crew. They're just amazing, wonderful, super sweet, nice, nice people and just truly an honor just to get to be able to, you know, talk with them and meet them. Yeah, and I, you know, I think that they're just, you know, like I said before, they're just scratching the surface of what their potential is, and and um, you know, not a lot of people out there may realize, but the the, the machine that is, you know, your TV shows like Supernatural, it, it's not a hundred people, it's not two hundred people, it's like six hundred people that are involved with something like that, and and you know, and you need that six hundred people in order to come out with a show that's similar to that. And, um, you, you know, you, you can go and give it your best shot with this string budget and, but that's only going to get you so far and that uh, you need, you know, that the, the, there's a reason why, um, the best TV shows are ones that are network run and that it's because they have, you know, they have those deep pocket strings so that you're not creatively limited by, uh, by your, um, you know, by your budget that you can go and, that your only limit is your imagination, and I think that's what every artist works towards. Can Can you tell us, the fans, what we can do what, to help get more episodes made? What can we do? Oh, that's easy. Tell everyone you know, and, you know, use your social media. Um, <clears throat> that's really important, and that's why we have it, uh, is to you know, kind of let people know about funny YouTube clips or really cool webisodes. And and uh, I, I definitely think that in this time and age, there's um, a whole new thing that we've never really, you know, in the last decade, we've just seen emerge in the last decade. And, and um, you know, the more people that watch it, the more views that, that, that they get, the more likely some networker is going to come along and say, this is something we need. So it's simple, you know, just go out there and <clears throat> tell, you know, tell as many people as possible and share the link, make it, it's really easy to watch um, divine the series episodes because they're, you know, you can watch them on your iPhone or you can watch them, you know, just about anywhere. Um, they're, you know, they can upload in high definition or they can upload in so your, your handheld device can, and, and you can literally be at a bus station and be like, oh, you want to see this episode? Check it. And you show someone the total stranger. And, but you know what? Like, that's really how the word of mouth works. And, and um, you know, if it, it, Facebook and Twitter are the obvious big ones, and, and um, the more that kind of spreads, the more confidence, you know, these big pr- producers will have in the series. Well, no, we will keep it up. We will keep posting and tweeting and Facebooking, uh-huh. and we want everybody to watch it because we, we want more episodes. Cool, yep. and that's the only way you'll be a good one is if we have more viewers. So, you know, just the more times, the better. And, and uh, I, I, you know, I think that... Um, yeah, I think I think that it's not it's not it's definitely a possibility that you'll see some more. But we need you know we need as many viewers as possible, and we need more people out there to know about it. Now, besides Divine, are you working on anything else right now? Um, yeah, I just actually funny. I mentioned CSI earlier, but I just did a CSI episode. Um, which uh, I believe aired last week. Um, 
And I'm on uh, a reoccurring on on a show called Suits, uh, which um, is on the USA Network, and they'll be coming back next season. I think they start we start shooting in April. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, those two things basically right now, and, and yeah, it's a, it's a fun show. I have a really fun role. I play a I play a lawyer, and I so far played you know a lawyer, a priest, and a movie star um, this year, and. I joke with my mom. I'm like, look, it's all the things you wanted me to be. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be all free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. But that's funny. A lawyer and a, and a priest, because you know, lawyers don't always have the greatest reputation. <laughs> no, they don't. That, so. I play this. I play this guy, Kyle Durant, and he's such a different guy than than um, Father Andrew. But that's what I, you know, like I mentioned earlier. That's to me. That's the funnest part, you know, is, is is really getting to put myself in someone's shoes that I don't think I'd ever, you know, ever do it if I if I wasn't an actor. And for a second it helps me gain perspective on life and my own life and everyone else's life when I when I do that. I you know I have a newfound respect for priests and I have a you know, I have a newfound respect for lawyers and um, you know, it's it, that's the fun part about it. Um Do you have any more questions, Clarity? Um, I don't. I don't think so. Um, it's been great. It's been very um, informative. Uh, we love hearing more about Father Andrew and the series and everything. And great. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you guys. Is there is there anything you'd like to tell the fans of Divine um, before you? Enough? Sure. Um, yeah, just keep watching and, and, and stay tuned and, you know, tell your friends about it. And, um, you know, and, and, and the great part about it is is the more times you watch it, uh, probably the more things you can pull out of it. There's definitely multiple layers. So, um, and there's very fine detail that we've put, like, in, into the scene so that you can watch them more than once. So um, just enjoy and, and keep watching. Thank you so okay. very much for coming on to our podcast. We've really had a great time talking with you. Me yes, too. It's a so pleasure. Thank you, guys, and thank thanks you. for being a fan of the time. Oh, You're welcome. Absolutely. Back our time. pleasure. And will you come back sometime? You know, Divine comes absolutely. back again. You, you, yeah. You let me know. We'll do, an, we'll do another one. Maybe we'll do one live when we, when we air a new episode. I'll, I'll do the commentary or something. Oh, great. that would be awesome. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. All right, much. well, you guys have a great day, and um, God bless. Thank, Thank you. Man. Same to you. Bye. All the best. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that was Ben Hollingsworth, uh, Father Andrew of Divine the Series, and a great guest of sort of a winding road of getting on the podcast today, but he did uh, – finally find us, thank goodness. <laughs> and I thought we had a great time. It was great uh talk and interview. It was uh wonderful. I yeah, it was a wonderful guest and I would love to have more divine we need more divine podcasts, I think. I would love to talk more divine. Yes. Yeah. Um there are 
other members of uh, cast and crew, we could certainly uh, be fun to have one of them on, two of them on, or, uh, whoever can make it. We would love that. And, uh, and if there's anybody listening who has not watched it yet, you can go to divinetheseries.com and catch up and watch all the episodes. Yep, there's six episodes so far, and there's also behind-the-scenes videos and uh, a great uh, forum, and Ivan blogs uh, quite regularly when his phone lets him. <laughs> it's a joke for anybody who follows uh, Ivan and blogs. <laughs> um, and, oh, uh, and I found out what the problem was with the phone, and it's all completely my fault, and I want to apologize to Ben if he's um listens later on and Jason anybody's listening. I had given them uh a two oh eight instead of two oh five as the phone number, so it was completely my fault and I want to apologize for that. Oh well off to the confessional with you to see Father yeah. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I will be a bad my, thing. I will be flogging myself later. <laughs> oh no <laughs> me. that was funny. <laughs> Sort of appropriate, I guess, for our podcast. But um, um, goodness, and gosh, we're terribly sorry about that. But we've had many, many uh, things, guests and things without a problem, and nothing's perfect. But um, we did have them, and it turned out to be a great conversation. And definitely love to have more Divine Cast and Crew on. Uh, watch Divine the Series, the, the website, divinetheseries.com. They're on Twitter. Uh, they're on Facebook, um, and uh, yep, totally worthwhile. Let's get more episodes because uh, if you've seen that episode, the last one they they aired, uh, number six, you know there's got to be more. It cannot end the way that episode. Uh, thank you again to Ben very much and to. Ivan and Kirk and Jason and everybody over at Divine, we appreciate it. And I guess that's it. Is there anything else back you want to mention, Chris? No, but I'm all good. I just want to, you know, deeply apologize for that mistake. (laughs) I'm very sorry. It won't won't happen again. It it won't happen again because now you'll, like, triple check it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And anybody, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry about ben, that. I'm, I'm very sorry, Ben. Very, very sorry. Okay. Um, I guess that's it. Thank you all for listening very much. Uh, again, you can uh, find this edition of Winchester Radio by going to winchesterbros.com and clicking on the Winchester Radio icon. You can download us through iTunes. We're on mm-hmm. Facebook and Twitter, winchesterbros.com. And uh, go to Black Talk Radio Media Boulevard, and you can find us there. Uh, thank you so much to everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you again to Ben and everybody at the Vine, and thank you, Becky. I think that's it. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye, bye. <laughs>